Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan and I welcome you to the fifth part of a six-part series called The Cries of Teens. What teens want adults to know about them. Let's recap on the cries that we've heard previously. The first one, we are changing, confused and vulnerable. The second, we are hurting and hurting deeply. The third, we need a place to belong. The fourth, will you be here for us? And the fifth, and once again, before I go into this, parents and whoever's listening, I appeal to you to just suspend your judgment at the moment. Now, some of the cries may sound very finicky, but particularly this one, this one, right, that I'm going to share with you, the fifth one, comes from teens and they tell me um, the most vulnerable of their moments, uh, this is what they want, okay? So, the fifth cry is this. We want to be trusted. Let's hear it again. The fifth cry. We want to be trusted. Wow, that's a big one. You must have heard it before, right? And the almost instantaneous uh, reply or response some people might make would be this. Sure, if you want to be trusted, prove to us that you can be trusted, right? Wow. That's why I'm sharing this with you today <laughs> because many of my teens that I work with, they tell me that. <laughs> and of course, uh, because of my, uh, the extent of my relationship with them, I can, uh, I can uh, kind of like joke with them <laughs> and I would tell them, well, can you be trusted in the first place? Well, then they say, well, give us a break. We are of course we will make mistakes so please help us so let's look like in all the other cries let's look deeper into what these cries really really mean when they say we want to be trusted what does that mean well, I can offer you some of my insights into it. I think it means deeper things like, for example, we want to be trusted means we want to be acknowledged for who we are. Yeah, no doubt we made mistakes, but I want to be affirmed. That's another one. And perhaps the third one is want to be trusted because I'm no longer a teenager. I want to be an adult. I want to be able to grow up, so stop treating me like a kid. Now, they won't tell you all this in one sentence, but sometimes they do in frustration, in really, really drive driven up to the wall, they may tell you that. <laughs> but in all fairness to adults everywhere, sometimes uh, there's kids, well, they behave like kids, and because they do 
how are we going to trust them, right? <laughs> That's how we're going to ask. So let's work on this together. It's, I, I know it's not an easy task, but let's work on it together. And I want to share with you some tips that I've, I've learned along the way that has helped me about uh, building trust. And building trust, I think, has to be within a relationship. And within a relationship, you have heard it before, there must always be give and take. And it also depends on your child's age. Um, as they grow older, you want to entrust them with uh, more responsibilities. Of course, you want to do it step by step in what we call bite-sized tasks that they can come up to it. Now, being um, teenagers and just being part of the developmental journey, um, they, may not, they may not exercise any kind of adult minds into it. Adults, um, they are cognitively uh, more proficient and uh, you're able to distinguish between um, deadlines or you'll be able to distinguish between what can be done within a certain time. But uh, sometimes in the mind of the teenager or someone who's just like um, developing, it may be a challenge. They may um, kind of like overestimate, overestimate what they can do and uh, they don't realize um, the task perhaps um, is bigger than what they can chew, right? But so we give them the space that they need because they will make mistakes. And on the part of um, the adult, I believe in this journey, it'd be more about giving them the space and forgiving them repeatedly. And that involves us exercising our patience because without our patience, the kids will not be able to learn in a safe space because we want them to fail forward, right? Failing forward means you fall but yet when you fall, you actually gain space. You actually gain mileage in the way that you fall, right? So the lessons that we would want to sit down with them when they do drop the ball of their responsibilities is appealing, appealing to this sense of responsibility that they may have deep inside. Now, sometimes it is our belief in them because sometimes we may see, wow, you are supposed to show responsibility, but you act so irresponsibly, right? So here's my point. I am a strong proponent of um, asking children to do age-appropriate tasks, right? Giving them, and I know some parents asked me before, so, uh, you know, for chores, should I pay them? Should I reward them? But I said, well, it really is up to you. But I would like the uh, child or the youth to learn responsibility, to learn the value of hard work, to learn the value of keeping a promise, to learn the value of keeping on task because others will depend on it. Because then you build the trust quotient in them. They know they are trustworthy. And of course, that begs the question of adults role modeling trustworthiness. For example, um, in my previous episode, I talked about making promises uh, so that the child feels that you'll be there for them. When you make a promise, keep your promise because that is how you model trust keeping. 
And with trust keeping, it means that then they have a, a bedrock to follow. That parents are trustworthy and therefore they expect me to do so. They have modeled for me how to do it and therefore I can do it. Right, So you see such heavy responsibility falls on parents then to be the trust models. That's on one plane. The second plane then, as adults in showing um, responsibilities to uh, children to grow up in, to grow up with, then it's about exercising patience, exercising forgiveness. Not, I'm, I'm not saying that you expect them to fail, but you kind of anticipate when if they should fall, you'll be ready for them with a reflective lesson about trustworthiness. And so when young people say, cry out, I want to be trusted, what they're actually saying is that they want to be acknowledged for who they are and they want to be given the opportunity of growing up as an emerging adult soon to come. And so parents and teachers out there, I am a proponent of um, giving tasks to young people to do and uh, come and journey alongside them when they fail in the task. Never mind pick up with them, journey with them, help them go through it because step by step to show them to build their own trust quotient. All right. So thank you for uh, joining me today and do join me for the next episode which is the conclusion of our six cries of teens. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. L-E-A-D-E-R.com InstantPodcastLeader.com If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.